Come on, come all, come gather around. Come hear tales both lost and found. Finally, show not about true crime. It's David and Michael story time. Hey everyone, welcome to another super episode of Story Time. I'm David Miller. And I'm Michael Santel. Hi, David. How are you? I'm good, Michael. How are you? I mean, I'm good as good as can be, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> no one's at 100% good right now. They're just, you know, the upper range of like a C, C, C plus B. Yeah, if that. Um, but I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited for today's story. I know you are. I am here to make a promise to you that none of we will, I will be able to stay for the full episode. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And and we have now, because I had planned originally on splitting it with the first six issues in the last episode and the last six issues in this episode, but because we missed one because of your computer last time, <laughs> we now have seven issues to do this time. Hot damn, seven's a lucky number. Yeah, but we don't have to get all into the regular Superman stuff that we did last time, so we can kind of jump right back into it. I remember the Superman stuff from last well, time. Well, I mean, we like, saw... like we before we talked about Superman in general and stuff, but we don't have to do that this time. Just go listen to the beginning of last episode if you're confused. Right, but that being said, I did want to talk about someone in general, so let's get into Batman right now. Why are we getting into Batman? <laughs> I just want a, I just want a good juxtaposition for this space daddy for the person that actually does the work around here. You think Batman? Batman? All right, we're going to have to argue about this off air because it'll be way too long. <laughs> okay. Superman is better than Batman. I said it. I'll always say it. Yeah, that's a very that's a very silly thing to say, and uh, <laughs> it's a very and uh, I know that I don't need to back that up with any fact because I sure I have an army of people behind me. Sure you do, but doesn't mean they're right. <laughs> well, listen, David, maybe that's the point of our times. Like, we right. have armies behind us. Doesn't mean we're right. There you go. Uh, so let's recap a little bit um, of okay. the actual story. So we've got Superman. He's been Superman. Uh, what, what what do you remember? Okay. Lois didn't have any powers. Then Lois got some powers. For a and they, day. Got to, uh-huh. they got to do some fun stuff. Uh, Superman dressed up like his normal self and went around on a date with Lex Luthor. And he didn't break out, but he was like, I could break out. You say he went around on a date. He was interviewing Lex Luthor in prison. Yeah. There was something to do with Bucky and, uh, and, a, and a watch. Bucky uh, called at not, one not point. Not Bucky. Jimmy. His Jimmy. friend Jimmy. Bucky is Jimmy. Captain America's best friend. Jimmy Olsen is Superman's best friend. He has a he has a watch. Yes. Jimmy, aka Bucky Wilson, is just fine <laughs> as a nickname for him uh, as well. Uh, Jimmy was in charge of Project for a Day for like his column, but then Superman got exposed to black kryptonite and went bad, and so Jimmy had to turn into Doomsday and fight Superman. Forgot all about all that other stuff. I yeah. just remembered Jimmy yeah. was there. Now, the backdrop sh- to all of this, though, the important... Is Superman got too much sun inside of his body and exactly. now has, like, Superman cancer. Yes. It which also is makes super... His... Which is yeah. super cancer. Yeah. He has super cancer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so that's basically what's going on. Uh, the last thing we saw was Lex Luthor... The interview with Lex Luthor in prison. There was a prison riot. Lex could have escaped, but didn't, but got Clark Kent out and told Clark, yeah, I poisoned Superman. That's the secret is he's dying. And Superman set up that that real weird breadcrumb of like, oh, I'll explain this later, but that thing hasn't been explained yet. That's still what? dangling in the air. Which thing? I don't remember what the thing was. Just Superman was like, don't worry about that, Lois. Don't go into that room. Oh, that was uh, for the powers that he made her. Oh, okay. He doesn't have like a doppelganger super gay Superman no. brewing up in there? Okay. No. no. Uh, all right, cool. So... 
Um, I Now, before we started the last one, I told you that this next one is going to be a little different because it's kind of like a flashback issue. Okay. Uh, we'll still learn something. I'm oh, still yeah. going to learn oh, yeah, something yeah, yeah. about Superman. Uh, so, here we go. We're going to start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't put it you can put a sound effect there nothing just a hard transition into we're doing it now here we go um so i i should say that uh, and while i was doing doing my notes for all of this um i realized that i haven't been telling you the titles to these issues because they all have titles no you haven't i, I, I love titles i know uh so this one um well i'll just go back to the beginning so the first one we had was called dot 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 Faster, dot, dot, dot. Okay, great. Very cryptic. No one knows what that's yeah, about. It's faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than an oncoming lo- locomotive. Number two, issue two, was Superman's Forbidden Room. That's the thing with Lois Lane. That's the uh-huh. room that Lois couldn't mm-hmm. go into. Uh, issue three was Sweet Dream Superwoman. That was her having the day of being And then she goes Lois, to bed and she Lois. has sweet dreams. She, she like, has to do all yeah. that super stuff. And they made out on the moon, remember? Yeah, on the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is the Superman Jimmy Olsen War. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, okay. yeah, that's yeah, 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 that's very explanatory. Issue five, I think I did tell you the title of that was called The Gospel According to Lex Luthor. Uh huh, uh huh. And then here we are, in issue six, Funeral in Smallville. Oh, so if it's a flashback, it's maybe when like. Pa Kent's dad dies or something. <laughs> All or right, maybe it's go. the first person Superman killed by accident. He picked up a tree <laughs> and whacked him. That would be crazy. That would be something to consider. All right. So it starts, we have um, a young Clark Kent. Like, young, like, early 20s. Like, like kind of late high school, early college age. Uh, and yeah. his powers kicked in when he hit puberty, right? Yeah, there... yeah. So he has his powers at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's a young Clark and Pa... Kent, uh, in a field at night, and Pa's going on about how Clark was a miracle. Uh, we so this to... would be this would be taking place during the Smallville portion of yeah. Superman's life, yeah, 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 right? This is sure. like the end. This is like season five of Smallville because he's going to college. Soon. He's like getting ready to go out into the larger world and knows he has a destiny beyond this, but he's still Smallville Clark. Yeah, he still wants to be Smallville. Yeah, um, and Pa is going on about how he was a miracle and how he and uh, Ma Kent couldn't conceive and they just kind of were fine with that, but then Clark showed up and it's a whole... You, We talked in the last time, uh, we mentioned about how there might be some like sort of biblical sort of aspect about Superman. This is what I was talking about. It's it's Pa being like, you are a miracle, man. Like, I don't know what In to my tell you. head, Fiddler in the Roof started going, a wonder of wonder, a miracle, a miracle. <laughs> God took a farmer by the hand, sent him a son from outer space, outer space. Now he is the <laughs> Superman. Nice. Very nice. Thanks. I was that just that that was just that was just just got one out of me. I got more. Of uh, so as they're talking, they're kind of in the field. It's nighttime. There's stars up above them. Um, you kind of see like a shooting star sort of start to curve and come towards the field. Super creepy. Super creepy. That's a UFO. That's something. Something coming. slams into the field and up out of the crater where it hit. It's Crypto, the super dog. Crypto the Super Dog? God damn! <laughs> oh no! Does Crypto the Super Dog get hit by a Kryptonite train? No, Crypto shows up and Superman and him kind of fly off to play. Like Superman like throws a tree trunk for him, you know, and then he like flies off to get it. And then he killed that guy and then they had to cover it up. <laughs> um, and then as that's happening, the last thing we see is Pa Kent sort of grabs his chest and grunts. Oh yeah. All In right. the movie version... 
he gets he doesn't let Superman save him. Okay, we're gonna, <laughs> if, if we're gonna talk about that, I hate that movie so much. And he gets hit by a Category Five Twister, which had already killed Helen Hunt's whole family. <laughs> it's like God's thumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so in the morning, uh, Clark noticed some men working in the fields, which isn't normal. They don't normally employ people that often. Question. Yeah. So you're telling me that the planet of Krypton had dogs, and the dogs as well react to our sun like this? I guess, man. Are there any other... For argument's sake, if they wanted to, they could just write a menagerie fucking book of animals that survived Krypton, right? Like, they would all... Sure. Of anything that survived Krypton, yeah. Okay. In fact, it... later on in this series, we may encounter some other Kryptonians. Well, I mean... Supergirl, right? Like, isn't she also... She uh, we actually don't deal with Supergirl in this series, no. Oh, okay. Okay. But, but, but sure, yeah, she would be one. Zod would be another one. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So in the morning, Clark noticed some men working out in the fields. They had recently come asking for work, and they're led by a man named Calvin Elder. Mm-hmm. Sounds religious already. They might be Mormons. Okay. Um, <laughs> turns out... Like, like the, it really doesn't waste any time kind of pulling it out. Turns out, they're supermen from the future. All of them are Clark Kent's? Uh, they're different supermen, like, of the line of Kent, basically, yes, but, oh. like, from the far future. So okay. one of them is Cal Kent. He is the superman of 85250. Okay, of the year eighty five thousand two hundred and fifty. He's, like, mm. a little, like, almost gremlin-looking. Gremlin oh, no, I'm sorry. That, that's a different guy. Um, uh, there's... Calvin Elder, Cal Kent, the unknown Superman who looks kind of like the mummy, or like a mummy. He's like wrapped in, in bandages and stuff, of uh, the year 4500. And then uh, Klizizik, the Superman of the fifth dimension. And he's like a little gremlin looking dude that rides around on a cloud. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Dune YouTube videos. This okay. is one guy's channel. He's just going hard on Dune, and I okay. fucking love it. In that story, uh, Paul Atreides can't make the tr can't put humankind on the golden path because okay. so many people have to die. But one of his sons does it, and then becomes like a worm body and lives a couple thousand millennia. So the <laughs> idea that there is a continuing line of Superman. Mm -hmm. Makes me wonder at what point did Superman and all of his partners have a decision like, no, 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 we have, I have to this breathe to now. Keep going there forward. has to be a Superman on Earth. Yeah. Till fucking until the fifth fuck fucking dimension. It's a good thing to think about, and it. it is something Superman would be thinking about if he had a terminal disease, right? Uh, we also do saw all the super. Do all the uh, and I apologize. I'll let you continue. Do all the Supermans have a little less power than the original Superman? Because they're it's uh, like, it's no, like that not necessarily right. Like Gohan's pretty strong, but he's not <laughs> as strong as Goku. And Goten, Goten has to get with the neighbor kid. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, I'd okay. say. I mean, they. I don't know that any are specifically more powerful than OG Superman, but I don't see. I don't think it's specifically said that they couldn't be. Okay. All right. Uh, so all these Supermen are here. They're here because they're they're chasing a beast called the Chronovore. It's like a time jumping monster, you know. Terrifying. You know, and so this, this just band of Supermen from multiple years are here to stop it. Um, it shows up and starts aging everything that it touches. Um, like it, it like moves over like a herd of cattle, and they turn into the burgers that they are destined to become. 
they turn into burgers, they wouldn't yeah. just turn into... <laughs> turn into burgers. That doesn't make any sense. They would turn into skeletons and shit. Why would they turn like into... Like burger patties. They turn into burger... Because right, the, but, like, it's, it's but do you understand silly. the process of what a burger patty is? A it's cow, time. when you shoot a cow, it's... it doesn't just poof into a burger patty. No, I know. But this is... It's over time. Like... In time, it was going to be a burger patty. Right, but it's the, very the silly. factories where that burger meat was processed, did they, like, experience weird activity? Like, Look, man, this doesn't... you want to argue weird time shit? You go talk to Grant Morrison. I'm sure he'll have a lot to tell you. <laughs> Give me his number. I'm unemployed. I'll talk to, his, I'll talk to him all fucking day. Um, they tell Clark to... Because Clark is there, and he's like, oh, I want to help, too, right? Um, they're like, hey, no, you stay out of it. This isn't for you to, to help with. He doesn't agree. Uh, and neither does Crypto. Crypto, like, doesn't like these Supermen. Uh, meanwhile... Meanwhile... So Unknown Superman is talking with Pa Kent, um, and Pa Kent asks if Clark will be alright in the end. And so, this unknown and this unknown Superman looks like Missing No from the original Pokemon game, right? No, it, it looks like, literally, like, the Invisible Man. You know how you think of, like, a dude in kind yeah. of, like, a, a suit and a, a jacket or whatever, but he's just wrapped fully in bandages? That's yeah. what he looks like. Um, and so Pa Kent is basically like, hey... Will Clark be okay, like, in the end? Like, does it all work out for Clark? And, and unknown Superman is like, yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good lie. That's exactly the lie I tell your parents. I'm like, is David going to be okay? I'm like, yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Uh, so Superman then helps capture the Chronovore, but Cal Kent explains. Um, uh, he says, I tried to warn you. If you face the Chronovore, it'll eat a precious three minutes of your life, right? So, like, they, they kind of, like, fought. Like, Cal Kent was trying to stop Clark from, like, getting involved in the scuffle. But Crypto, like, tackled him <laughs> out of the way. Uh, but so so Superman, like, actually, Clark did help with the chronovore. So then Cal Kent is like, well, that wasted three minutes of your life. And in those three minutes, Jonathan Kent suffered a fatal heart attack. Ooh. And but why would it? But why would it be the three minutes right then? Because it's a why? time beast. It ate the time away. Okay, okay. Let's go with that. <laughs> did, did, did Crypto, because he's a dog, did he lose like 50 years yeah, of his he lost, life? But it's... He lost 15 minutes of time instead of three okay. years. <laughs> so that's like 45 minutes in dog years, right? It's like a huge <laughs> yeah. number. Um, so Superman finishes with the Beast and then realizes that he can't hear Pa's heartbeat. Um, and he races there as fast as he can and be like, no, I can save everybody. I can do it. Just some can't. shit Superman keeps on tap. He has a list of heartbeats in his brain that he just checks that he in with. That he constantly is hearing, yeah. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Superman. Um, but he didn't make it in time. So young Clark has a funeral for Pa and then um, wrestles with leaving Smallville for bigger and better things, right? He's yeah. He's like kind of pondering that question of like, oh, uh, do I stay here? I, am I meant for more? I don't, I'm so confused because Pa's dead. Um, Should he stay? Or should he go now? Because <laughs> uh, if he stays, there's going to be trouble. But if he leaves, it's going to be double. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we mixed a couple of things there. <laughs> there's a couple of songs in there. Uh, so the future Superman get ready to leave now that they have caught the Chronovore and dealt with it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, they're like getting ready to go in their portal to leave. Uh, the unknown Superman takes off his bandages and it's our Clark Kent. The one we've been following throughout the series. In disguise. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. So he essentially he, went back in time to his younger self. Right, and he hid himself. With okay, got, these got other it. Supermen. So unknown Superman is the Superman. Oh, so Superman got to talk with his dad. He did. He got to talk with his dad in that time. So he kind of got the three minutes back. He did. And also, the defeating of the Chronovore is another one of his big feats, right? His big 12, 
heroic feats he's supposed to do. Oh, before oh he dies. in the before he dies. Mm-hmm. That's um, fine. Yeah. So he's yeah. I, I literally, it made the point that he's thankful he could see Paul one last time. Um, the leader of the group of time traveling supermen shows up. So like another guy shows up from this portal, and it's like a super gold glowy like Superman looking dude. And is like the leader of all these supermen, and he's there to pay respects for Pa. Um, and he tells Clark, uh, "This is the day you join forces with three generations of supermen to defeat the Chronovore, another of your legendary twelve labors." And then he leaves an indestructible flower from New Krypton for Pa's grave. It's like a gold oh, rose. Thing. He figured out how to get inside that big thing with the city inside of it. The the bottle of city. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk more about Kandor later. <laughs> um. Uh, is that the end of this issue? That is the end of the issue. Yeah, he leaves. A, they leave a flower for Pa on the grave, and the last image you see is is Clark at the grave with the flower on the, the grave. Uh, I know that I'm probably being influenced by Spider Verse, but what okay. a great way to get a bunch of Supermen's in a mm-hmm. movie to tackle some beast. It's a time beast, so we right. need different time Supermen. You can do whatever you want to do, and like I don't know if the movie universe, but like that's such a cool idea. Especially because, like, it's one of the 12 feats, and it was like, oh, he did that in half an issue. That was just, like, part of the issue that he did that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, next issue, issue seven, is called Being Bizarro. Uh, Bizarro Mm -hmm. is the crazy other universe Superman. The, like, reverse anti-Superman. Everything's Uh opposite. Yeah. And I guess you would say he's, like, is... Like, he's sort of, like, I don't know, he's, like, dumb. He's, like, yes. really dumb. Where Superman is very intelligent, like, a very scientific mind, Bizarro is the opposite. Like, and so he is very simple. And I always picture, and I guess this is because Bizarro's in all my kid cartoons, he, they always, he's wacky, right? He's, like, a wacky guy. He just says it, and does wacky yes, things. Yes, and it feels super wacky because everything he says and everything you say to him, you have to say in a really weird, opposite way. Um, and we'll, uh, I'll try to see if I can get some examples from here, but it's like, it's just, yeah, it's, it makes it sound super weird. And what is his origin? He was um, summoned by, didn't Metroplex I honestly him? can't remember what his actual origin and like, original comics is. This is going to be a certain, its own thing. Like, Perfect. how it happens Great. in this. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we start off. Uh, Leo Quintum, the, like, scientist guy in, uh, in charge of Project, right? Um... And his assistant are in a science ship, like spaceship thing, and things are going haywire. This is like the second or third time we've seen this situation. Um, They're trying to explore the underverse, but have to stop because some life form, a very big one, is coming closer to, I guess, our universe. Right? Classic science problems. This could mm-hmm. be a Fantastic Four monster as well. Just you gotta deal with the shit that comes up in the unknown. Yeah, and I love that we just blow past, like, they're in the underverse. You know, the universe underneath yeah. ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bra of the universe. It lifts, separates, yep. and supports. So in a very Superman way, uh, we get kind of a cut to something else. You know, like a very meanwhile, like that kind of thing. Meanwhile. It's a problem uh, with modern storytelling. Unless the audience knows where this is going, they're going to turn it off. Meanwhile, uh, Superman is in space, out by Jupiter, with the baby Sun Eater from issue two. Remember when he was taking Lois on a tour? He had like a little baby Sun Eater that he fed with suns that he was like making. Uh huh. Um, he he's out there by Jupiter with this little Sun Eater, and he uh, like you can't hear anything. There's no words, but you, it's clear that he's like freeing it, like letting it loose. Oh, he letting let it, it past go. Jupiter. Okay, yeah, he, he let it go. Uh, be free, you know. 
Uh, he starts flying home, and around Mars, he gets tackled by a few, like, androgynous clay putty-looking things. Sure. Um, and uh, as he rounds Mars, he sees what looks like Earth, but it's like a cube. It's like a cube-shaped Earth. Oh, no, he must have gone through some sort of dimensional portal and showed up in the Bizarro universe. Meanwhile, Meanwhile. <laughs> there's a Christmas party at the Daily Planet, so it's Christmas. Uh, Lois, I Jimmy, had no idea this was a Christmas episode, this David. Is a Christmas I have to episode. get my Christmas music ready. <laughs> uh, so all the gang at the Daily Planet are having uh, sort of hijinks at their Christmas party, right? I saw two ships come sailing and come sailing and come sailing and. We got the typical gang, Jimmy Lois, Perry White, um, Steve Lombard, the kind of like strong man of the office who's always playing jokes on Clark uh-huh, and always like uh-huh. being like, I'm strong as Superman. Everybody always looks at Superman, but I'm great too. Like that kind of guy. Um, there's typical party, where's Clark, small talk, that kind of stuff. Jimmy looks out the window and sees a meteor shower sort of coming down and sowing chaos in the city. Uh, smashing shit and whatever. And he pops on that Dick Tracy watch and goes, Tracy, Tracy, we need you. He does. Call Superman. Um, The meteors are these clay dudes that attacked Superman up in space. Over on Mars. They're also like flying to Earth and and landing. So Jimmy's like, hey, uh, we should go to the roof um, while we wait (laughs) for Superman. The elevator opens and a putty thing comes out of the elevator. So they're like, they're already here. It like face grabs this lady um, who I think her name is Allie, but it's not important. Um, face grabs this lady in a very, um, so you ever seen The Thing? John Carpenter's The Thing? Uh, yeah, the 80s one. Yeah, so you know how, that kind of towards the end, one of the dudes, um, comes up on the old man, who's like the, the old, like, cop guy, and just, like, puts his hand in his face, and, like, has his fingers, like, go in the guy's face? Sure. That's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. He's like suck. He's either like going into her or sucking her essence. And they get separated. Um, and the putty thing starts turning into kind of a putty-looking version of that woman. Oh no! And the woman starts turning into like a putty version of herself. And so she even says, "She says, me am Ali. No, me am no, b b." Bizarro! And then she's a bizarro version of herself. Got it. So everyone... So this is Invasion of the Bizarro Snatchers. Yeah. Uh, Yes, exactly. Uh, So Perry bashes the first putty thing with a fire extinguisher. (laughs) And Bizarro Alley lunges towards another girl and Steve Lombard shoves it out of the way and through a window. And it just, like, falls out the window. Um, he then he realizes... He killed... Yeah, he's fucking killed Allie. That's yeah. some well, shit we Allie gotta deal with. was already dead, I think. I don't... Who are you to say? That divorce wasn't final. We don't know. She could have <laughs> back. Um, but he realizes that he got touched by the putty things and is not turning. So he's like, oh, am I immune? We, well, I know I'm strong, but blah, 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 you know? So they all rush everyone to the roof. Uh, Superman is still not responding. Um, and, and Steve Lombard is like, man, where's your friend Superman when we actually need him? Meanwhile, Meanwhile. Uh, an impact hits the street and it's, you see Superman kind of in the dust of the impact. So it's like, okay, Superman arrived. Uh, there's a little kid that's like, mom, it's going to be okay now. Superman's here. He got touched by those shit. He's going to be Bizarro Superman. The dust clears and it's Bizarro Superman. Mm. He says, me and be your friend, which in Bizarro speak means I am your enemy. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Right? <laughs> that's what you meant by the weird backwards talk. Okay. So, yes. okay. So he's here to conquer the earth. Yes. Um, he's about to laser, to eye laser the kid. 
But it's not eye lasers. It's eye. I, I literally in my notes I wrote, but it's blue. The, yeah, the lasers, his eyes start glowing blue instead of red. Yeah. Okay. Suddenly, he gets rocked by a plane engine that our Superman is slamming into him. Good job, Superman. <laughs> Pick, get yourself a weapon. And, and Superman literally is like, Bizarro, nope. Like, uh-uh. He gets to the kid as Bizarro breathes fire at them instead of ice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and Superman shields the kid and then has the kid run to his mom while Superman goes and fights uh, Bizarro. Um, he also says, I'll try out one of my new powers and shoots lightning out of his body at Bizarro. So that's kind of fun. He gets lightning powers because of his new cancer. Uh, if that means he has lightning powers, I wonder what the Bizarro version of lightning powers are. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bizarro wants to turn everyone into Bizarros. That is a, like he expresses that desire. Uh, the Daily Planet people get to the roof as a commercial blimp picks them up because Jimmy hacked the commercial blimp network. Okay, so this is the second blatant crime that's now <laughs> happened that we're justifying because of a problem, but okay. Uh, Bizarro gets punched into space. Jimmy calls Leo Quintum um, to see what's going on and finds out that they are weak to sunlight, which is why they're attacking the night side of the planet. Oh, okay, cool. That's... What a silly thing. What a Superman. He can't even, this Superman can't even yeah. go in the sun. They're uh, like they vampires. Look, they look up, and the cube Earth is in the sky. So it's like coming towards Earth, Earth. Ooh, okay. So it's like a, it's like a weird other Earth. Is this um, because those scientists are fucking with the Underverse? Are they doing this? So this, we're about to find out, but this cube Earth is the large organism that was moving towards our universe in the Underverse. Oh. It was so a planet-sized went- monster, and this is it. They went ass backwards through the universe to get to here. <laughs> Superman uh, joins them when they land, uh, and they're like, "Hey, can you check out Steve Lombard? Because like he didn't get changed when the Bizarro touched him." And so Superman's like, "Okay," and he like X-ray scans Steve Lombard, and then it's a funny bit because he's like, "Well, I see what it is. Although I don't think I could recommend those uh, performance pills to everybody." Oh, no. <laughs> so let's deal with the sunlight angle. And they try to figure out... Um, is it because to... of his steroids or is it dick pills? Yeah, I think it's dick pills. Dick pills will save you from Bizarro. Because it doesn't like doesn't compute like his body's not pure or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's That's just so they weird. can't handle it. Yeah. That's um, good to know. That's good to know. I know of a good friend of mine. I'll have to let him know that he's going to be totally fine if this ever happens to him. <laughs> so they, uh, they. You decide... don't know this friend of mine, though. You don't know him. I wasn't so don't gonna, ask. I wasn't going to try to call out who oh, it okay. was. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. Where was I? Uh, okay. So they decide. Uh, they they figure out that like okay. So this is more like not an invading force, but like an organism, and all these little bizarros are like a part of this larger, essentially bizarro planet. You like, gotta right kill the bizarre. hive brain to kill all the worker bees off. So they're like, okay. So Superman flies off towards the cube Earth. And Jimmy had the idea of like, hey, if we use its oceans as like a mirror, we can like shoot the sun across the planet and get rid of all these little bizarros, right? And he's like, Super great. Smart. So, so he flies off towards cube Earth. So Jimmy's crimes are now hacking and genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Superman flies hard at the cube and, like, shatters a mountain on it. So, like, he gets to it and, like, boom, just, like, blows up a part of it. Uh, there's a bright flash and then the cube Earth starts to recede into, like, a red portal-looking thing. Like, it's going back into the Underverse. Okay. Okay. Um, Jimmy correctly guesses that he, Superman heard it, so it's, like, crawling away to, like, lick its wounds, essentially. 
um, Superman on the cube planet has Bizarro land next to him and speaking for the cube surrenders. Basically is like, you know, no want fight or us want fight. Us uh, want fight no now. No surrender, no surrender, like, you know, which means we surrender. Uh, the planet's going into the underverse, which makes like the spectrum of light change on it because it's like going through this like universal portal. Making what? sorry, what go a frustrate no, what a frustrating game that some fucking writer made for Bizarro, and that like every Superman season, Dude, the writer's like, I'm gonna do this. I every person who's written Superman that has written Bizarro stories probably has had to sit there and be like, fuck, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just I... like, it's just some like long shit you really have to think about and like figure <laughs> out beforehand. You can't just wing it. So because the cube earth is going into this underverse, the, the light that is there is like red light. So Superman's powers start to go away. Uh-oh, while he's, he's here get out of there. Cube. Yeah. Uh, first thing that leaves is flight. He tries to fly off the planet and he jumps and comes right back down. Um, so he's like, fuck, <laughs> Bizarro, I need help to get home before the cube fully leaves. But Bizarro is no help. He's like a fucking dumb, dumb. Uh, but then you, he hears another voice that starts talking about how Bizarro is useless, but one in every five billion copies is flawed and different and has maybe self-awareness or intelligence. And Superman looks up and sees a guy who basically looks like Superman, but has a Z on his chest instead of an S. And his name is Zibaro. Oh, I thought his name was going to be Superman. It should have been Superman. No, it's Zibaro. And that's the end of issue seven. Ooh, so that means issue seven goes into issue it's eight. It's kind of a two-parter, yeah. Issue eight is called Us Do Opposite. Okay, great. Yeah, just like that Jordan Peele movie. Superman <laughs> Superman is having trouble finding anything useful. And Zibaro explains that uh, there's a bunch of like junk and rubble and like shit around. Um, uh, that the cube is afraid of Superman, so it's making, like, bizarros from his memory to try to, like, placate him and make him feel more at home. Silly. Um, so there's, like, people that are like, oh, Superman, you're great, like, that kind of shit. <laughs> um, Zabaro complains that he's the only one here who thinks or can see any beauty. He writes poetry, but no one can appreciate it. Like, he's living a completely isolated life among all these stupid-ass bizarros. He's right. the incel of this planet. He's not having a good existence. It's rough. Until, oh, and the others make fun of him. Um, until the coming all night, is what he calls it. The all night is coming. Uh, Superman comes across the king of the bizarros, who's like a reverse Jor-El. Uh, Superman's father, like Kryptonian father. Uh, uh, insult to injury on that fucking one. Yeah, his name is Lee Roj. It's the same letters, just put backwards. Uh, who apparently will make the ultimate sacrifice, it's explained, when the All Night comes. That's He's, he's yeah. going to shoot his baby into another universe. <laughs> uh, Superman despairs briefly and then like, well, there's always a way, gotta figure it out. And says, okay, I need to build a spaceship out of this junk and somehow get these idiot bizarros to help me. Uh, Zabaro is like, nah, it's hopeless. And in true Superman fashion, he's like, well, I have to try. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, back uh, on our planet... Uh, Quintum is meeting with Lois Lane and explaining where Superman is and how he won't last long there. If he's if if the cube goes into the underverse completely, Superman won't last long even himself in there. 
And Lois is kind of confused. She's like, why? Isn't he, like, stronger than ever before? And Quintum's like, uh, he didn't tell you? He's got space cancer. But he's like, literally, he's like, I don't think it's really fair that you don't know this at this point. So, and, and he tells her. Ooh, Lois had to find out through the through mm-hmm. a, through a third party. Mm-hmm. And there's something else. In scanning the sun, trying to figure out a cure for Superman, we've noticed something ominous there in the sun. And we really, really would like to have Superman back to deal with this. Okay, there's a bigger problem in the sun. Yes, but we that's all we get to see of it for now. Right. M- meanwhile, meanwhile, back on Cube Earth. Okay. Superman can't even get these fucking bizarros to understand the concept of the wheel. Like, he's trying to backwards tell them how, about a wheel. And they're just like, this is fucking dumb. I don't care. And they're like walking away. Well, they're saying this is really interesting and I want to hear more while walking away. Why can't him and Z Superman, Zabaro, the pizza man, why can't they just work on the ship together? Well, Superman himself is losing his strength. He's feeling oh, super weak. Right. Like he he needs to get these people to build it for him, basically. Um, but then he has an idea, and he sort of reverse psychologies all the bizarros to get them pumped to help. He like is like, no, wait, um, uh, don't pay attention to anything I have to say. You won't like it at all. And so they're all like, hmm. And they come over and start <laughs> listening. And he does a whole like reverse psychology speech that's like a really inspirational speech about like being good and everything. But he says the opposite. It's really funny. Um, so they all start getting pumped. They all start helping. The ship is about halfway built. A little while later, like, the ship's about halfway built. They're working on it. Superman's looking real ragged at this point. He couldn't get them to understand the concept of the wheel, but was able to get them to wheel, like, metal and wield and, like, seal doors on Through a Through determination, man. He got it. Oh, a little Superman. while later, it's about halfway done. He's looking real worn out. Um, he then is told, Zabaro's like, hey, so uh, apparently the Unjustice League wants to come help out. You know, because they keep making things from his memory. Who's on the Unjustice League? So there's League. the opposites of them. They are as ineffective as the Justice League was effective. Right? Okay, okay. <laughs> so the Green Lantern has a power ring that is fueled by imagination, but literally cannot think of a single thing. What amazing. <laughs> That's like an amazing ring power. That would be but, like, a, like yeah. if anyone else had that. Yep. Bizarro Flash is the slowest man alive, moving up to two inches an hour. Great, too. Funny. The Wonder Woman is literally just a statue of an old lady. (laughs) (laughs) And then Superman's like, well, what about Bizarro Batman? Where is he? And they're like, oh, Batman's not here because his parents shot him when he was a kid. (laughs) It truly is the fucking opposite. So there is no Batman. Or it's his dad. Yeah. Um, So eventually uh, they have an engine for the ship and there's enough of an engine I guess for like a one time shot and it just needs a simple heat source to ignite it okay Zabaro then looking over everything notices hey I can't help but notice there's only room for one person on this ship and Superman's like yeah like this trip is too like I probably won't even survive this return trip like I couldn't ask you to also do that and we only have time to build it for one and like all you know but like i promise like i will find a way if i get out of here i will find a way to come back to you and find you you know he's got to trust superman and he lives in a bizarro world and i bet trust is hard to come by yeah um so the bizarro start chanting the all night ceremony is coming it's time superman is so weak that he literally like can't quite make it to the ship and collapses as he's trying to get there um 
the the bizarros all start chanting for Zibaro to go. Uh, they mm. actually keep chanting "No go Zabaro," but basically like "No go Zabaro." Yeah, basically no, you go, go. get out of here, Zabaro. Like leave, go right. And Zabaro's like, "Oh, this is my chance. Like I could go. Superman can't stop me. They all want me to leave." And then he decides not to, and he picks up Superman and he helps Superman get up onto the ship. And he's like, "Look, I guess I'm destined to be here, but like you go, you do your thing. Who's to say?" He has a kind of a moment of reflection, and he's like, "Who's to say that in your world, if I got there, I wouldn't feel just as alone?" So uh... you go back to your thing, and Superman's like, "Okay, I'll come back and help you. I promise. I'll find a way." Uh, Lee Roche gets set on fire on top of a, a, a pile and a big bonfire starts. Um, and it's like to keep all of the bizarros warm in the coming all night, right? Um, they have one match. The, the, the bizarro flash finally shows up at the last <laughs> second with a, a lit match <laughs> in his hands to start the engine. So Zabaro takes the match and is about to light it and then accidentally exhales on it and blows it out. <sighs> and Superman's like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> so he looks at Bizarro, the like Bizarro Superman that is so also he still has here. Fire breath. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, stupid, like basically insult him and is like, I bet you're not strong in Bizarro backwards speak. Like, I bet you're not strong enough. You couldn't throw me out here. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't get rid of me or whatever the fuck. And Bizarro's like, oh, I bet I could. And so he picks up the, the ship. And as he picks up the ship, the, like, fuse of it hits the bonfire that is burning Yay! Lee Roche. And shoots him off uh, into space or back into our space, I guess. Uh, the cube goes down into the Underverse completely. And Lois and Quintum assume that Superman is dead or trapped on it. They don't see him come off it, right? Um, and the last image we see is Zabaro waving to the sky with um, Bizarro in like kind of a weird thinking man's sitting pose, and then some melted Bizarro bodies <laughs> around them. And Zabarro's, that is the end of issue eight. Zabaro's fucked. He's never getting out of there. He's trapped in the underverse he now might be. With, on this crazy planet. There's no way Superman. Superman's about to die. How is he supposed to get him out of there? Look, I don't know, but there's always a way. There's always a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fun, difficult adventure for Superman to go through, but now he's even weaker with the space cancer. Like he's yes, even, although it's although in coming back here, he will get exposed to the yellow sunlight again and get like his powers back. Listen, you can only recharge a battery so many times, right. David. Eventually, right. you got to throw it away. Right. All right. Issue nine: Curse of the Replacement Superman. Oh, he makes some doppelganger clones. Superman crash lands in like the plains, like in some plains and fields, you know, like Nebraska, Kansas area. Um, that's what he, that's all he knows how to do. If yeah, he's in a spaceship, yeah, if he's, he's going to crash, he's going to crash right there. Uh, he lands by some dudes who are like putting up circus tents. So like some, you know, uh, he he gets up out of the rubble of his like ship and he kind of looks at them. He's like, oh, sorry if I startled you guys. And then flies off being like, I hope I'm in time to help with the damage from the Bizarro invasion. Like, right. there's still shit to do. One of the circus guys kind of looks at the other one and is like, oh, I guess he hasn't heard about his replacements. Hmm. Oh, they know. So other people made Superman So the question is, while he's in between universes, how much actual time passed? You know what I mean? I think it was like a... You know, we'll find out. We'll find out. Well, it would be X minus the three <laughs> minutes he already lost. Yeah, yeah counting the three minutes. Divided by whatever time he made up coming back. <laughs> so he's flying towards Metropolis and he sees on the buildings there's a bunch of like 
he, he recognizes them of uh, Kryptonian spires, like coming out of the top of a bunch of buildings in Metropolis. Okay. Um, so then we kind of see the Daily Planet, and Clark shows up. He comes in as Clark, and everyone's like, Clark, where the hell have you been for two months? We, Ooh, we thought you been... were dead, man. Amazing infrastructure that the city could have Kryptonian-like spires in two months. Well, it's how did they get that? Right, Superman. Right? So uh, Lois gives Clark a newspaper, and is like, oh, Clark, you're back. Uh, is Superman back? Does he know about this? And gives him a newspaper. Um, and the newspaper says there are new champions. There are two Kryptonians. Um, they're a couple, actually. Uh, their names are Bar L and Lilo. Mmm, from Lilo and Stitch. Mm -hmm. So we now see them, like, we go to where we see them, uh, and they're, like, saving an island from a volcano. Like, a volcano's erupting, and they're, like, diverting the lava and, like, all this shit to stop it from hitting, like, a town. Like, classic Superman shit. Like, not even yeah. fighting people, just, yeah. like, helping the Earth. Natural not disasters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Superman shows up and is like, hey, can I help you guys? I just found out about you. I know who you are. He calls them by name. Um, and he's like, you guys are the first astronauts from Krypton who floated lost in space for like decades and decades and now found your way here. Like, rad. Welcome. Can we help? Uh, they know who Superman is because they kind of have like, you know, read what's happened on Earth or whatever. And they basically think he fucked up, not just taken over. A very Kryptonian like... What the fuck are you doing? Like, why didn't you just replace their culture with ours? Ours is better. Like, just that's exactly what Prince Vegeta said to Goku when mm -hmm. he showed up on Earth. He goes, why the hell haven't you conquered this back-ass planet yet? In a very Superman thing to say, and probably even a very Goku thing to say, uh, he says, what right do I have? Like, what makes, what gives me the right to come here and just impose my shit on them? And they are like, uh, your genetics, the fact that you're Superman, that's what gives you the right. I believe Goku just said, no, I got busy training and now I'm hungry for some dinner. <laughs> and like, that was it. Um, so it turns out they've also occupied his Fortress of Solitude. They found the tiny key. Okay. Because it was laying right out front, right? That's but right. But it's tiny and super heavy. And he's like, oh, you, you occupied my fortress? And literally they're like, you shouldn't have left this key lying around. <laughs> <laughs> um, they scoff at the, the bottled city of Kandor and are like, that is blasphemous to have our culture shrunk down, living on this in a bottle on this stupid backwards planet. Like, And he's like, hey, I couldn't do anything. What was I supposed yeah, to do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, they also scoff at the Kryptonian prisoners that Superman has locked in the Phantom Zone, like Zod and etc. Mm. Um, they're like, there's even more like nobility and grace in there than on this whole planet of backwards monkeys. You know what I mean? Like that kind yeah. of attitude. Yeah. Monkey talk. Yeah. Um, Superman is like, hey, that's not cool. <laughs> uh, and they fight. Uh, Bar-El and Superman fight. Bar-El throws Superman into the moon so hard that it cracks the moon in half. Oh, no. And then no. he picks Superman up and throws him back down onto Earth. Doesn't crack the Earth in half, but does Thank crack God. the moon in half. <laughs> Superman is like, oh, my God, the moon. You guys broke the moon. And so then they're like, ugh, fine, we'll fix it. And they take a bunch of bridges, like Bar-El and Lilo go and grab, like, the Golden Gate Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge, and they, like, put them on the moon like staples. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like a tourniquet, like they, not a tourniquet, but like, yeah, like, like yeah, sutures, like yeah, on the sutures, moon. Yeah. 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 So, uh, let's see more office hijinks with Jimmy Clark and Steve Lombard. So like, while this is happening, Clark has now he's gone back to the office and is Clark again. Right. Um, and he's got a nosebleed cause he's not doing great. And he got punched <laughs> through the moon. 
There's some office hijinks with them. Like, Steve Lombard tries to do a prank on him by, like, lighting, uh, like, a fire under Clark's ass as he's getting, like, water. Uh, but then he accidentally lights his hairpiece on fire. It's all hijinks. Hijinks, hijinks. That's uh, assault. That's all. You can't light people on fire. That's not appropriate for a workplace. But then, outside the window, then this is, like, top floor of Daily Planet, right? bar and Lilo show up. And are like flying outside the window and are like, ugh, gross. He even pretends to be one of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ugh, that's so funny. Are they going to out him? Are they going to be like, he doesn't even go so, here. So in saying that, Steve Lombard then is like, look, I know you're mistaking me for Superman, but you've got the wrong guy. Which gives Clark time to kind of slip away. Um, and then as they're kind of being threatening, Lilo, the, the, the woman of the two, suddenly starts getting all woozy and falls straight down out of the air. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman actually catches her because Clark was able to slip away. Um, Bar L comes down and is all like, you know, don't you touch her, get your hands off of her, and starts trying to fight Superman. But then he starts getting all woozy and weak, mm. and so Superman is like, oh, hold on a second, and he like X-ray visions them, and he's like, all right. So as far as I can tell, in all of your space travels, you guys must have traveled through some like radioactive cloud or something that is now converting the minerals in your body into toxic kryptonite. Oh, no. And that's what's affecting him as well. Yeah. And Superman's like, let me help you. And they start, like, freaking out. You know, don't touch me. Ah, blah. And they, they, like, go blind. Like, they can't see. They're kind of, like, flailing around, freaking out. And then they pass out. Um, Superman, they wake up, and they're in beds hooked up to, like, machines with Superman kind of above them. They're in two beds next to each other. Um, He allows them to speak like they can't use their bodies to speak their bodies are like literally dying so they're like speaking to him through this machine and basically bar l is like you know even through all the shittiness we did to you like you're showing us kindness like you've earned our respect like we're so sorry like that kind of shit um and superman is like well there's one way i can save you but it has to be your choice i can dematerialize your bodies and dematerialize you into the phantom zone forever You'll stay alive, like, in your own way that you would be there, but you, your bodies are gone forever. But it's got to be your choice. And so Barrel and Lilo take hands, take each other's hands. They're going to do it because then they can go hang out with all the other all the other uh, Kryptonians yeah. that are stuck and in they, there. And they decide to go on a, one more grand adventure together, and they dematerialize into the Phantom Zone. Um, and Superman kind of smiles to himself and is like, cool, at now at least the Phantom Zone will have some law and order. Like, And the last image right. we see in this issue is all of the like shitty Kryptonians kind of like on the bottom of the, the panel, sort of like cowering away from Barrel and Lilo who are standing above them, like super powerful looking. And that's the end of that issue. I, I like that issue. Classic superior alien race coming here, mm-hmm. imposing its judgment on us. Um but why would it? They would still have to like defeat General Zod. They would still have to like have like a fisticuff fight. Barrel and Lilo are like super dope, powerful. Like okay. they're, they they fucking fought, beefed up Superman, and like kind of won. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sad that they have terminal diseases, but that that they get to rule the Phantom Zone. So like, cool. yeah, it's cool. It worked out. Superman. Man, it's just like another example. Like Superman is a nice guy. Like he's a really good dude. Well, and he also because he is the last of a race is very sensitive to the fact of when he like runs into like individuals that are one of a kind. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he doesn't snuff out people the way that he should. Yeah. Or the way that he could at least. And the way that he right. should by his culture standards. Right. But listen, you know, we can't be judged by our culture. All right. Issue 10. Now, I will say this is my favorite issue. 
Oh, okay. It is. This makes me cry. It, this one always makes me cry. <laughs> oh, David, don't cry. Here we go. Here we go. Issue 10. It is called Never Ending. Oh, okay. They watch the Never Ending story. Dope. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear about well, trade. Well, man, that... Never mind. I did not like that movie as a kid. It scared me. That's it's a very <laughs> listen when uh, Artense dies in the dies in the sa- swamp of eternal sadness. That's some. Um, why the fuck would you show that to kids? Why, why is that like an approved thing? That's a tough scene. All right. Uh, so never ending. Um, first page. We basically have a four panel page. I'm giving it to you like this because there's a lot that goes on in this issue. Um, the first is Superman flying a bus over pyramids, like a school bus, like near the pyramids. Then he's like visiting with kids in a hospital. Um, then there's a nurse in that hospital thanking him in the hall, you know, like, oh, this is, some, this is the only thing these kids can look forward to. And he's like, oh, it's literally the least I can do. And, and this is all happening like in the same day, like within minutes of each other, right? Like he does all of this so fast. Um, and then the fourth panel is basically just his words, and it's I, Kal-El, being of sound mind. Mm. Uh, so Superman is writing his will in this throughout this issue. Oof. Yeah. He doesn't have much time left. Uh, putting his words, like, kind of distilling it down, he doesn't have a lot of time left. By his calculation, he's already done seven of the twelve feats before his death. So we only have a couple more. Superman is getting... Okay, so then we see Superman and uh, Quintum kind of, like, meeting and Superman's getting ready to send Quintum, shrink him down and send him into Kandor to have like a council meeting with the uh, Kryptonians there. Um, He's there to pitch an idea. Um, And that's, we kind of cut away from that scene. Uh, Superman uh, writing more of his will. Uh, He wanted to know if the world could be okay without him. So he decided to do an experiment and make a world without him. So he has like a is it a real world or is it just a simulation? No, it's a real world. So it's like a it's like a little cube of like space universe. So you like okay, you've seen Rick and Morty, yeah? Yes. <laughs> Remember uh, the many episode times. where the, he has the car with the battery that is like a mini micro universe in the battery? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's basically kind of like that. He's got like okay. a cube universe, and within that universe, he manipulated physics so that a world just like ours would sort of evolve and develop. Got it. Um, and he call that he calls that Earth Q. So then we see another scene. Superman is saving a train from like broken train rails. Um, and in the background, someone is on the phone, like on a cell phone, kind of like rushing through the crowd, um, yelling to someone named Reagan to stay in the apartment. I'm on the way. I just got delayed, right? Because the train got fucking blown up. Right, he got blown up. Then we see Superman serving. So like all of this is still the same day, like within just sort of like minutes from each other. He's doing a lot of shit. Uh, Superman is now surveying damage from, like, a big robot attack <laughs> at, like, a city. Um, the robot shows up and is holding Lois in its hand. What? Where did this robot come I know, from? I know, the, the robot is here looking for a time capsule from the future. Uh, one of the Superman time capsules? It, a time capsule from the future. It okay. is It is made of lead, so Superman can't see what's inside it. Oh, okay. what's inside? Um, but he's got to deal with this robot. So he goes and saves Lois from the robot, who literally, like, sh- <laughs> it's got Lois, and he's like, Lois, what are you doing here? And she's like, she literally, like, rolls her eyes, and is like, ugh, don't even ask. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this shit again, right? Like, <laughs> so he, like, fucks up the robot, and it's being piloted by, like, a really old man. Turns out this old man has Alzheimer's and, like, used to be, like, a robot villain, but now has just kind of gone crazy. So they deal with him. They pa- They neutralize him to the point where he's no longer a threat. Super sad. All of that makes me sad. Yeah. Um, and then she, Superman's like, great, I gotta go. And she's like, no, wait a minute. 
talk to me for a second. Like I just I heard I, I heard. just she literally says I just got kidnapped by a big robot so that you would have to talk to me. Like what does that say about us right now? Oh no. <laughs> and she says Quintum told me what's up, like that you're dying, right? And so they have this talk about it. Um, she's like, please, find a way. You always say there's a way. Like, will you find a way? And he's like, I'm working on it, but <laughs> I don't have a lot of time. Um, and he tells her, he's like, you know, our genes are different. Like, we could, even if I did, we could never have children, like the mm. two of us. And um, she's like, well, we could find a way for that too. You know, blah, 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 blah. And so then like, okay, great. During this conversation, we now also see that Superman is also hearing a bazillion other conversations throughout the city. Right? Yeah. So he's hearing, like, just different, like, TV ads and, you know, different people. Hey, I'm walking here. Like, that kind of shit. Like, all of that kind of stuff. Don't forget to get milk. Mm-hmm. Among all of those conversations, he hears one that is someone pleading with someone named Reagan. And it says, I'm on the way. Please stay on the phone. So Superman is like, Lois, look, I gotta go. Someone needs me. Okay. And Lois says, someone always needs you. No, that is my favorite page in the entire series. And it is just, uh, you see a, a young girl who's like very emo, gothy girl, um, standing on the ledge of a building, Ooh. crying, and, yeah. and throwing a cell phone off the building. Yeah. Okay. She's probably mad at all those preps who've been flaming her story. <laughs> you see her from the front, and she's crying, and she's like stealing herself to jump. She's like about to jump. Superman um, appears behind her. And, and pushes her. <laughs> and says, hold on. David's got the, the Superman I'm read Bible out. I'm going to read he's, it word for word. Here we he's go. Going, he's going to the Bible right now. He's going to Matthew, Paul. <laughs> Your doctor really did get held up, Reagan. It's never as bad as it seems. You're much stronger than you think you are. Trust me. And then he hugs her. And that's it. That's all for that scene. Uh, he just saved her. So the thing I love about that is that it's... People are always like, why is Superman the best? Like, why do you say Superman is the best? And, like, this is literally why. In the middle of having to do 12 heroic feats while dying of a terminal disease and having just the, one of the craziest days so far of all of them, he still takes the time to stop and just help some person. We will never see this character again. We've never right. seen them before. They're not important. They're just a person who needed help, and that's Superman. Right. Batman would be like, one less person I have to worry about. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I use this example a lot. Uh, um, Superman stops to help the person. Batman would call the commissioner to help the person. Yeah, he would call. Yeah, he wouldn't. He would, he, would, he would call someone or send someone or send like a plane or something. Right. Right. Superman is like, I'm going to drop what I'm doing. Having a conversation with the person I love about whether or not we're going to have children and I'm dying. Like, oh. I'm going to leave that to go help this person. Right. All right. So then we're back into the Candor Council in the Bottle City. Um, they're arguing with Leo Quintum. Um, he is saying, like, you guys could leave Candor. You could go out of the bottle. You'd be tiny, but, like, you could go out of here. And in the sun, you'd have powers like Superman, right? Right. So uh, why don't you? And they're kind of like, well, it's our culture. We would never, like, this and that. Pre preserve tradition, all of that. Um, most don't want to leave, but a small band, like a small team of them stand up and are like, wait, no, we've heard enough. We understand that Superman is dying, and we have an idea on how to help him. They're going to go inside of his body. They're going to be little micronauts. Uh, we then see Superman repairing the bridges that were put on the moon to, oh, <laughs> to staple Louise. it. Um, and uh, alongside that, we see uh, uh, an image of what's happening on Earth Q, the like Earth that he made. And it's like ancient people like cave painting. 
Um, then we see Superman reading his own DNA. He's like x-ray visioning like all of the levels of his DNA and genes. And in Earth Q, we see like a Mayan looking civilization being built. Okay, so the, yeah, we're going to see... It's going faster yeah. than normal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Superman shows up to Lex in prison. So like he shows up to his cell and says, you won. All right, I'm dying. I'm going to be out of the way. So now it's time for you to do what you always said you could do. Right? Yeah, it's time, it's time for you to uh, take over and be the new Superman. S- save the world. You said you could. Uh, and he ends it by saying, I know that there's good in you, Lex. To which Lex spits at him. <laughs> Classic Lex <laughs> Meanwhile, on Earth Q, we see like a person in like a Renaissance-ish sort of place and clothing proclaiming to a crowd about like glory and rights and like the downtrodden and that stuff like that. Um, Superman gets a message in the time capsule. So he takes the time capsule from the future and he opens it. And it is a message, like a little crystal ball with a like Superman from the far, 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 far future. Um, and there's really weird, like, numbers and syntax in the message. Oh, so it's... I forgot about that. He does have a kid. He obviously, his lineage continues. He finds a way. <laughs> um, so he gets a really weird message, but he generally gets the gist of it. Um, the main things he hears is solar intelligence systems mm. uh, is, like, the main phrase he hears. And he's like, oh, that's probably not great. Um, and so he starts kind of to himself, you hear his, like, inner monologue, getting ready for his next challenge, right? Is that the thing that's inside the sun? Maybe. Uh, Superman and Leo Quintum are putting Candor, the bottle city, on Mars. So the thing they agree to is, hey, you don't have to be with Earth. If we put you on Mars, you'll have superpowers like Superman, but you, you can keep your city, you can be isolated enough from Earth, but still close enough also that eventually you guys can learn from each other, right? So it's like this whole like great solution, and Superman is like, man, how did I never think about this? Like, what a great idea. Uh, and so Quintum's like, yeah. They're pretty smart people. So Superman is like, all right, great, I gotta go, but first I need to trust you with this. And he gives Quintum like his entire unlocked genome. He was like reading his genes earlier. He's yeah. like, look. And Quintum is like, you seriously trust me with this? Like I could be someone evil for all you know. And Superman's like, I'm, I think I'm better at character reads than that. <laughs> man. Like, um, gives him uh, his genome plus instructions on how to combine his and Lois's DNA. To make a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see on Earth Q, uh, we see an author writing something, quote, a tale of the Superman. Ooh, there's a Superman there. Or All something right. that they attribute to the Superman. So then we have, uh, go back and see the Kandorians that had the idea on how to save Superman. Like, ooh, uh, we'll go. Like, that. Uh, they are inside Superman. And they're Knew trying it. to, like, corral the energy out of his cells, basically. Um, and they let him know, basically, we could help, but... It's too far gone. Like, we're not going to be able to stop this. It's it's hopeless. We can't do it. And Superman tells them, he's like, that's fine. I didn't expect you guys to actually save me, but you have made me feel a little better so I can keep going on the stuff I have to do. Plus, I had a better idea for you guys anyway. And Superman shows up at the hospital that he was visiting earlier with the kids, and all the little Kandorians fly out and cure all the kids. Yay! <laughs> I want everyone to know that's not how any that's disease not, like, works. No, yeah. Well, they they can handle it. I get it, but like, okay. That's they weird, can literally but... go in and destroy any viruses. They're small enough that they can do I that. I guess. That's weird. Okay, cool. They right. did it! Then we uh, see Earth Q uh, again, and there's a little building on a street corner, and inside there's an artist, and he goes, aha, this is it. And you see what he's sketching, and it's the Superman symbol. Okay, so like maybe, so like at this point, maybe Superman is just fiction. 
my idea on what this means is that the Earth Q is actually our world. The one in which we have Superman, he's just a fictional character. Right, yeah. Right? Somewhere in the D- somewhere in the DNA of the planet, there was this idea of, like, mm-hmm. you know, we sort of remember where we came from. Yeah, yeah. And so throughout all of this, um, the kind of inner monologue has been weaving throughout all of these scenes of Clark Kent writing his will. And to each person that we see, like, he's, he's kind of like, to Lois, I leave uh, our future. And it's showing him, like... Uh, giving Quintum the like DNA and shit like that, and like to, to Jimmy, I leave this and that, whatever. Um, so at the very end, it's, it's the will again, and he says, "And to Clark Kent, I leave the headline of the century." And then Lois finds um, his laptop with the already written article and the headline that we saw earlier from those time traveling people: "Superman Dead" by Clark yeah. Kent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the end of that issue. Oh, oh, we're getting right. so close. Dude. Yeah, we have two left. Many... I know this is a, kind of a long episode, but we're gonna just blow through it. We got. Two I know, more. but I'm. I know it's gonna happen. I'm getting sad. I'm just getting a little mm-hmm. sad. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Issue eleven. Red Sunday. Red Sunday. Red Sunday. Um. All right. So it starts with Lex in the electric chair because remember he was sentenced to death. <laughs> he can't die. Superman basically pardoned him and said he's a good person. Uh, he has a little back and forth with, like, the priest or whatever, the reverend that's there, uh, essentially telling him, like, are you done? Great. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> essentially. Um, and then he insults the officer who's running the electric chair, and then that officer flips the switch. Of course. So Classic Lex gets, going out Lex on top. gets zapped, and then when it's done, he's, like, slumped over in the chair, and then he starts laughing. And says, oh, you morons, that last cocktail that you let me mix in my cell was a little concoction that he made up that you activated with electricity, and now I have the powers of Superman. And he does. So in that serum that Superman made Lois... He's a Frankenstein Superman. Somehow, Lex got the formula for that serum. How? He was in prison. That's not possible. It will technically be revealed later in the story, but I'll tell you now. Uh, he had hacked into one of Superman's helper robots. Crazy. It's crazy Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's super strong. He's got laser vision. He's bulletproof. He busts out of prison. All to right. be fair, though, isn't this sort of what Superman wants? Like, not necessarily. it's not necessarily Lex, but, like, this is sort of what he wanted to have happen. Um, he will, Superman is prepared for this, I will say. Okay, okay. Um, and, and we will see it later, but, like, it is revealed that Superman noticed one of the robots kind of glitching out at one point, and so he knows that Lex was fucking with it, and so he's, like, we'll find out how, how he gets ready for that. Okay. Um, so Superman is leaving all of his robots in charge of all the shit at the Fortress of Solitude, basically, like, hey, when I'm gone, like, we have a whole zoo here of, like mutated animals that can't be replaced or anything so they have to be taken care of like you know there's weapons here that have to be guarded like shit like right. that um meanwhile meanwhile a kind of uh, in a foil sort of scene lex is arriving at his lair where his niece is there natalia natalia um and he leaves her all of his gadgets he's like i got this fucking power i don't need this bullshit anymore um and then the sun gets red and Lex is like, ah, right on time, my my ace in the hole. Uh, so Lex, it turns out, had been also working behind the scenes with Solaris, who is an intelligent sun. The guy in the sun, the guy in the sun. Solar intelligent systems, right? So the sun is now red. 
Does the Red Sun increase his power? Is he even more it of a Superman It reduces now? Superman's powers. Okay, but it doesn't affect Lex? No, because he's getting his powers from the serum. Got it. Yeah. Um, so Superman puts on a special spacesuit and is like, I was ready for this. Like, this must be, ah, this must be Lex's, like, secret ally that I knew about because of the message in the time capsule. Right. Right? Um, so all of the robots but one go with Superman. They're like, we're going to go fight with you. One will stay back and guard the fortress. And that was the Lex Luthor one? No, no, no. The one that was the Lex Luthor one is actually with all of them. Ooh, um, Okay. So as they're flying, you hear Solaris is yelling about killing our son. He's like, I'm going to kill your son. I'm going to get it. Um, and during the fight, one of the robots reveals that he was hacked by Luther and gave up the formula. And expresses remorse. Is like, I'm so sorry. I don't think... That's not how robots work. The well, robot could... Okay, I guess. But that's... Not all the robots whatever. then die. Oh, no! They all, the they robot all get fucked Holocaust! up by Solaris. Yeah, they, okay. all, they all get fucked up by Solaris. Um, so Solaris is like, ah, I got you. And then... A sun eater shows up. The baby sun eater! And starts nomming on Solaris. And Solaris is like, whoa! Uh, Superman punches Solaris in the core while it's distracted. Um, however, Solaris kind of pulses and the sun eater gets blasted to bits. Oh no, the baby! Yeah, it's a baby sun eater. So then there's some panels of Superman fighting the sun, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh, meanwhile, down on Earth, Lois and Jimmy are staring down Lex's niece, who is rolling down the street in a tank, being like, this is I, the start of the new I can't <laughs> the believe new that order. she was given evil evil villain toys and instantly was like, all right, here we oh, go. It's Earlier in the series, we've seen her be like, I just want to blow everything up. I want everything to die. Like, yeah. Got so it. It's, it's not a surprise. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Uh, so Solaris falls to the ground, no longer burning. It's like a just like a sort of core glowing little sun thing um and asks for mercy and superman is like look i know that by the 24th century you are reformed and reprogrammed and working with mankind for a better future that rehabilitation starts right now and he punches the shit out of solaris and like blows it up yeah why did he tell him that can't you, you can't tell people their future but well, now he'll know all right okay cool oh okay so then clark busts into the office of the daily planet and he's like, I saw it all. I've got the headline for tomorrow. I just have to get this out. And he kind of gets um, uh, his laptop to the desk, opens the laptop, and then he collapses. And on the but laptop it... is the Superman dead um, uh, thing. And then the wall gets blown open, and there is Super Lex flying there, being like, all right, motherfuckers. And that's the end of issue 11. But he's dead. He died. Superman he... collapsed. He's not necessarily dead yet. Okay. All right, issue 12. Here we go. The Death of Superman by Clark Kent. Issue 12 is called Superman in Excelsis. Oh, okay. I don't know what In Excelsis Deo. Oh, I don't know what that means. You know that Christmas song? In Excelsis Deo. No. I know that part. I didn't know about the Excelsior part. In Excelsis Deo. I never knew that's what they were saying. I never knew that's what they were saying. You should grow up Christian sometime. I just like the part where the choral people go, blah, yeah. oh, that's the best part of that song. All right. Uh, so issue 12 starts with Superman in a dream scene. Mm. He is on a ship on Krypton with his father, Jor-El. And Jor-El is like, hey, I'm dead. And so are you. And Superman's like, where are we? And Jor-El's like, listen, Kryptonians have figured out in our genes, we can... 
when we die, give ourselves over to the greater consciousness and radio frequency of the universe and sort of become one with everything. But you have to voluntarily surrender to it. No way. To the Superman process. Superman never surrenders. Never give up, never surrender. So, so you will basically have this choice. Give in and join the eternal field of living consciousness or turn and face down evil one last time. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got one more feat to do. He's got to come back. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Lex is being all evil villain at the reporters who sent him to jail in the first place. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, uh, Superman, and then we're back seeing Superman and his dad. Superman's like, I have more to do. And dad is like, you'll always have more to do. It's never going to stop. Yeah. You have to trust that they're going to be fine, that you helped them enough, and they can take it from here. And one day they will join you in this afterlife consciousness. Called the Force. Uh, Lex is still villain speaking. Clark makes his choice and wakes up. He's coming back for one more feat, back. and that feat is he's got to he's got to defeat Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, Clark wakes up, starts to like speak up of like I'll I'll stand up to you. Lex, Lex is like, who could stop me? Like no one could stop me. And Clark is like, well maybe me. And he starts kind of like slowly standing up, and he's kind of like hunching over something, but facing away from Lex. And Lex is like, wait, what are you doing? What are you what are you hiding there? What what's going on? <laughs> what are you what are you what are you what, are you, what is what behind is your back? What is that? And uh and Clark is like this and he pulls out like a gun, like a ray gun, and is like pow and like blasts <laughs> Lex and he flies down into the street. Um uh, and Jimmy is like, Oh hey, uh S- Superman, nice Clark Kent disguise. Uh, like you know right. and Superman's like, right, yep, Clark is safe. Don't worry about him. Uh, <laughs> and like and leaves. Crazy yeah. that Superman used a gun. It's like a ray gun. You'll find out. It's it's. T- I'll tell you now. It's a gravity gun. Ooh, I love the so gravity he, gun. He hit Lex and made it so that gravity now works differently for Lex. Ooh, fine. We'll, we'll see it in a second. So Lex hits the ground and is like, "Wait a minute, Clark is no, no, no. That's crazy. Nah, you know, like one of those kind of things." And he's like, "Maybe I should take a note of it." But as he's like talking to himself about it, he gets fucking rocked by a you know a hit from Superman. More gravity. <laughs> um, so then he they start fighting and he's like kind of fucking Superman up right because Superman's tired he he just almost died right so uh, he's blowing shit up and he's about to kind of fuck Superman up and then he like drops to the ground unexpectedly uh, and Superman explains that the gun was a gravity gun and so it makes Lex have to work fifty times harder to like counteract the gravity and shit um, and then Lex starts like tripping balls he starts talking about how he's like i've never i can see everything on every level of the electromagnetic spectrum and like oh my god like this is all crazy is Um, the gravity affecting him or is he just getting fucked up and he's just so it's superman explains that the gravity affected like time and his metabolism so that 24 hour serum of superpowers he had is now running out because it got like used up oh no yeah but in that moment of it getting all used up he sees like the fabric of the universe. Yeah, the um, global consciousness that holds all of this yeah. together. And he has sort of an epiphany. Um, and I'll read it to you. Einstein, okay, so, seen across the entire electromagnetic, electromagnetic spectrum, Einstein failed to unify the gravitational force with the other three, but he had no experience of this. It's so obvious. I can actually see and hear and feel and taste it, and the fundamental forces are all yoked by thought alone. It's thought-controlled, uh, I can actually see the machinery and wire connecting and separating everything since it all began. This is how he sees all the time, every day. Like it's all just us, in here together. And we're all we've got. 
So, he finally sees things the way Superman sees things. And it's that we have each other, and that's it. So we just have to be for each other. So then uh, he... Fuck. So Superman explains that the powers all ran out, and then uh, Lex is like, No, 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 Like I'm going to get you. You're supposed to be dead. And he starts reaching for a gun, and Superman takes it from him and punches him. And is like, listen... Uh, uh, Lex says, I saw how to save the world. I could have made everyone see. I could have saved the world if it wasn't for you. And Superman decks him one last time and says, you could have saved the world years ago if it mattered to you. And then Superman starts Ugh. glowing. Like, yeah, he's got like cracks in his face that are glowing like energy, right? Um, and he has a tearful goodbye with Lois, who's like, I know you gotta go. And he's like, I gotta go. The, yeah. the sun, the, the Solaris fucked up the sun. And the sun is in about to, like, blow up, basically. So he's like, I have to do this. If not for these powers now, I wouldn't be able to do this. So maybe this is fate or whatever, but mm. whatever. And he flies off towards the sun in a really cool shot. And he's, like, flying through all the fire and everything. And then cut to one year later. Okay, so he saves the sun. And now we're going to find out one year without Superman. Jimmy and Lois are at a memorial site statue for Superman. Uh, Lois expresses that she doesn't think he's dead, just that he's still working at building a new heart for the sun, and that he'll be back when he comes back. Ugh, delusional. Um, we we do see an image of uh, Superman like in the sun, like uh, pulling like a big gearwork machinery and shit like that. It's not it's how the cool... sun. It's not how the sun works, but that's fine. It's a very cool. It's a very cool image. Very cool. Um, we then see Quintum musing to his assistant about the world without a Superman and what that means and everything like that. Um, and he's like, well, but, you know, we kind of are prepared for that. And then you see he's got a big old door, um, and the door has the Superman symbol on it. But instead of an S, it's the number two. The second Superman! Superman 2! And that is the end of All-Star Superman. And I'm assuming that the two is his son, correct? Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, it, this isn't like a canon story, so there's no after this point. It's, yeah, whatever next version of Superman would be, you know? I believe he um, looks like lightning, correct, Dave? Uh, that's like the, was... the, the 90s Justice League version, yeah, for sure. Or early 2000s might have been? Yeah. I think it might have been early 2000s, yeah. Also Grant Morrison, though, same writer. But yeah, man, that's all right. So that's All-Star Superman. He died? Did he? Maybe? I don't know. Kinda? Not really. Can't. Yeah, but it is the death. Uh, it is the it is the passing on yeah. of the original consciousness yeah. that was Clark Kent. Yeah, and, and we like, know that there's many Supermen from the future, like, right? So, yeah, Superman, right. Superman is forever, man. Yeah. <laughs> and knowing that you're... All right. All right, lessons. 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 Leave first lesson. Leave the world a better place than when you found it. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you're never. I like when I like what Jor-El told him that just like it, like Jodie Foster's dad, right? Like they meet in this global consciousness. <laughs> that like, right? There's always going to be more work to do. There's always yes. more existence you want to have, but you don't have a say when it's your time to go. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Superman, who was Except given for one Superman more who chance. does get a choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. I, I think one of the big lessons of this, and of Superman, obviously, is even if you are able to, or stronger, or more powerful, that doesn't give you the right to impose on other people, right? Mm. 
Superman makes that point multiple times throughout all Superman stories, but you know, it's in this one especially with Barrel and Lilo. Um, but even with Lex, like Lex is like hates Superman for why he's so selfless, you know? Like if Lex had the powers that Superman had, which we see, he immediately is like my will and my will overall, right? Um, I think a good important lesson from this story is that you gotta take robots away from people with dementia, David. Yeah. You can't let them have it in the garage. It's too dangerous. If they just something might happen, you gotta get it out of there. You say that, but if he hadn't, Superman wouldn't have found the time capsule from the future, and then wouldn't have gotten the warning about Solaris. I think Lois did all that shit. I think Lois triggered that old man and like okay. deliberately woke him up somehow <laughs> and like made herself get captured. Uh, yeah. It's a real- uh, I- I think, I think one of the other main biggest lessons, if there's one more, is literally what Superman says all the time, which is... Life finds a way? There's always a way. Yeah. Okay. There's always a way or I have to try. Those are the two, like, you can use them interchangeably. I, I appreciate that I have to try thing. I was having Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, I was listening to Tony Hawk talk, and he was okay. talking about how, like, he would want the he would want the leader of a company or like a president of the United States to be a skateboarder because skateboarders fall down, fall down, fall down and get back right. up and keep trying. Like there's never there's never right. a trick. Like you just fall down and you keep going. And sometimes you get hurt and you have to take a break, but like you just keep <laughs> trying. Yeah. And I like that Superman with everything that's thrown in his path, he continues to strive to better mankind and himself yeah. and yeah. his environment. And in all forms, not even in just the big ones, like in the sense of that that girl who was on the the ledge of the building. Like, Superman could have continued doing his shit and still accomplished his 12 feats and not saved her, and it would have been just as Superman, almost, you know? Except it's that small moment that I think is the epitome of what Superman is. Right. Well, and I mean, that's that Christ-like imagery again. You know what I mean? That she has this (laughs) one instance with Superman that will now change her for the better. Yeah. Mm, and Superman we trust. Yeah. It's my favorite Superman. It's a I really it. good... I love it so it's much. A, it's a really good Superman story. And, uh, and I... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I like that it's not the definitive Superman story, but it is a great Superman story to see a possibility of that character moving on. And it really hits a lot of different things. I mean, it's, you know, it's 12 issues, so it hits a lot of main points of Superman. So, like, it kind of, to me, is sort of the essential Superman story. Of like, look, if you only have time to read one Superman story and you want to get a general overview of like the wide breadth of what his sort of universe covers, you get all of that in this. There's cool sci-fi stuff, there's weird space monsters, there's touching family scenes, there's daily planet hijinks, there's all the different stuff. So it's it, the Bizarro and all different crazy stuff. I do enjoy Superman fighting space monsters. Of all the Superman, yeah. of all the things Superman does, I love that things show up from space and he's got to go put on his baseball <laughs> hat and go yeah. show up and deal with it. I love that part about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. David, thank you so much for sharing with me All-Star Superman no Part problem. 2. No problem. I will say to all our listeners, please go buy this comic. It's really effing good. It's yeah, All-Star arts, Superman by Grant real Morrison good. and uh, Frank Quitely. And I highly, highly recommend it. My uh, explaining it does not do any amount of justice to it. So please go read it. (laughs) 
Well, David, I appreciate you saving me the chance to read it because <laughs> I'm now fully informed on it, as are all of you. Thank Woo. you so much for joining us for another episode of Storytime. I'm Michael Santel. I'm David Miller. And we'll see y'all next time. All right, bye. Okay, okay, bye. Up, up, and away. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. Don't stop recording. No problem. I'll stop recording, too. No, it's okay. Let me stop it.